0: think I would really call it a path. It's more like wanderings and in different fields yes. and, and getting lost and enjoying the view. And, you know, it's it's been a little weird that way, I guess.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Wise and Wine, a play on the phrase, rise and shine. Now, look here, folks, I've had five jobs in the last two years, and that shit just ain't normal. Or is it? No, no, it's not. So I'm turning to diverse people who inspire me both professionally and personally with careers that didn't exactly start at point A and end at point B. We'll explore how their families, their cultures, and their communities impacted their career decisions, as well as the exact moment they decided to pursue their passions, even if that passion wasn't a direct path to a pension or 401k. Hopefully, I'll come away knowing how they became the badass, the confident, the strategic people that I admire. And if I don't come out of this project a little wiser, well, at least I'll enjoy the boozy wine ride so three years ago scuba steve and i went on our very first scuba dive in nicaragua and to say that he helplessly fell in love with it is the biggest understatement it probably helps that kid is good at absolutely everything it's one of the things i find most endearing about him it's one of the things that makes me want to punch him in the nuts the most Because while he fell helplessly in love with it, the minute he hit the water, that was not my experience. I had to wrap my head around the idea of, oh, I've got to breathe underwater. And I just learned how to do this 20 minutes ago. But you know, here we are. You're lucky you're cute, dude. Um, But three years later, and it actually didn't take that long, I have fallen helplessly in love with it too. It's one of the reasons why we want to live location independent is so that we can scuba dive all over the world. If you're anything like me and your clotted brook in mine just never stops and it never slows down, scuba diving is for you because I've never been as present and as focused as I am when I'm diving. The calm sounds, the calm of the water, the colors, seeing the sea life sway back and forth, watching fish do fish shit. It's, it's so captivating. I love it to death. And it really is like being in a giant fish tank. It, and sometimes that fish tank is full of very tan, young, thin people who are wholly unconscious about the time that exists between my wetsuit coming off and my cover-up coming on. Sometimes it feels like an episode of America's Next Top Model with fins and i cannot count the number of scuba shops we've went to that have silently pushed over a men's double x wetsuit to me or just simply said oh the water's warm enough you don't need a wetsuit which is code for bitch we don't have your size so even though that's not my favorite part about scuba diving it is such a tiny tiny part of it the majority of it is lovely and once you're in the water all bets are off. Everybody's equal. Nobody cares. But it's just that time when you're on the boat and everybody's got their wetsuits down and they're in bikinis and you're just like, can you eat a carb? You're driving me nuts. But even without that, I still love flipping through my Instagram scuba porn and looking at scuba diving pictures and scuba diving photographers. And I grit my teeth through the pictures that are gorgeous, but it's always this gorgeous woman in a bikini doing cool shit that I want to do. And so on this day, when I was scanning through my scuba porn, I saw her, the queen. She is a plus size scuba diver. She's an ambassador for girls at scuba. She's a, she's the first Patty course director in Quebec, Canada. She's a co-founder of plus size scuba girls. And she agreed to do my podcast. I don't know why I send her a message after she'd be on it. She said, sure. So of course I did my due diligence and realized, oh, she'd already been on a podcast and it's amazing. So if you are an experienced scuba diver, I encourage you to listen to that episode. It's called dive in the podcast. She's on episode 31 called multiple orgasms diving, which best title ever and tells you a little bit about her. She's amazing. Um, So if you're looking for a more technical review about scuba diving, I encourage you to go there. If you just want a fun intro to this wonderful woman all the way from Montreal, come on, grab something to drink and join us while we talk with our guest who's joining us all the way from Montreal, Irene Marcoux. So nonlinear. I guess it's just. I should start by
0: saying I've always been a water baby. Um, mm-hmm. I started as a terrible speed swimmer as a child, uh, but then discovered <laughs> synchronized swimming, and that was definitely more oh. uh, my speed. Um, basically, I was discovered by a synchro coach while I was pretending to be the Little Mermaid. Not the latest version, the first original version, because I'm old. Um, And and they were like, "Oh, you can do these cool tricks," and and that's like synchro. I'm like, "Is it?" And then I just started with synchro, and I did a lot of um, competition until you know, and then until I just couldn't. My body said, "No, we are not doing that anymore." Um, And while, of course, you're working as a synchronized swimming coach, I was also a lifeguard, and you know, did all the whole lifeguard, instructor, trainer all the way up there, uh, you know, with first aid trainings, and I realized I do enjoy teaching a lot. Um, Mm. So that was definitely one of the first cues, I guess. And even as a coach, I I was like an instructor trainer for coaches. Uh, in synchronized programming, okay. So there was a few in Canada, and I was one of them. And, and that was, that was fun. But, you know, uh, synchro, it's really, really hard to make a living. So sometimes I'd be like, wow, I should try <laughs> to get serious and make some coin. Um, and I, you know, at least try to. Um, and, you know, I would right. go back into an office, work in an office, got a HR degree, and would get really bored, and then would go back to synchro for a few years, because I was like, oh, this is artistic, this is Fun. And then I was like, and I'm broke. Let me go back to the office for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then I'd again be bored. And (laughs) until Mm -hmm. I had a super high powered job, stressful as all heck, uh, at the United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland. Oh, gosh. And uh, they got rid of a couple hundred of us. And uh, when they basically sat me down in office, all serious, and let me go. Um, I was at like five o'clock in the afternoon, or probably later, because I am pretty sure I was uh. office uh, as usual. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah," and then I remember like texting my friend that I was supposed to be meeting for drinks, and I said, "Oh, I mm-hmm. was just let go," and she's like, "Great, you've always said you want to just quit your job and become a dive instructor," and I was like. Yeah, yeah, I did. So you know, we still went out for drinks, but they ended up being kind of like celebratory drinks. Next morning, I right. walked in, everybody's looking at me in the department, like they all knew, but they didn't know how I was gonna react. And I'm like, bouncing in the office with a big smile saying, I'm losing my job. And I was super excited about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah, so that's what I did. I, I, I was like, Oh, I'll just go. Um, I was already in process of becoming an instructor anyways. So that didn't change. Like I was just finishing up that, but then I went, okay, next step, I'm gonna go to Thailand and do a little more in-depth training. And that's what I did. So I finished up my, or not quite finished up my few months left at the UN. I said, okay, bye now. I'm off to
1: Thailand. (laughs) (laughs) And just in terms of your family and culturally, like, is that unusual or is it just kind of like, well, that's Irene. That's just kind of what she does. Like, that how is, is that? It's definitely taken the exact friends?
0: Yes, it's okay. that's Irene. She doesn't follow a path, um, <laughs> the usual one. Um, she, yeah, she does not follow the usual. I'm the baby of the family, and I was always like, uh, yeah. She does what she does, and I'm so right. different. Uh, from my sisters who you know did the proper thing and and, uh, the whole house and kids and more Mm. kids and and that just never ever you know interested me this whole you would have told me a few years ago yeah a permanent job in the city uh, that you're gonna do till you retire i would have said okay please give me a gun right now so i can shoot (laughs) my
1: My my sister has kids, and I'm happy being the aunt. I will play with you. My best friend has a daughter. I was like, okay, cool. I will play with your kids for 72 hours, but at 72 hours and 30 seconds, I'm done. Like, <laughs> <this is laughs> please not. <take>
0: them back. <laughs> my
1: yes, I'm I'm done. This is they're yours. So that just was never my yeah. Like that just was never where I wanted to be. Was I never wanted to be in a, in an office and worried about a pension? So yeah, I I. I feel you i'm speaking your language you're speaking my language
0: there you go i think too i mean with the whole kids thing for me was they told me when i was younger that i'd have a harder time having a baby but in my 12 or 13 year old's mind it turned into i won't have any kids i can't
1: uh... which
0: wasn't the case but it was like it's as if i just was like eh, it's not gonna happen and that's that and so <laughs> okay. I don't know. It just made sense for me that way. And anyways, I look, Mm -hmm. you know, I think I was a pretty good aunt and now I'm a great aunt. My uh, nieces have babies and I'm like a baby and my friends have (laughs) kids and I'm all good. Then I love just giving them back after and, you know, go back traveling. Well, when we could anyways. Yep. Yeah, for
1: sure. For sure. So you say you went to Thailand to do your instruction. How did you, how did you select Thailand out of all of the, places that you could get your certification
0: i had um i knew people who had gone there for their professional training um so Mm. you know i got a lot of feedback that kotao was a great place i liked that it was a bit of a i wouldn't say party island but almost so at least i knew (laughs) it was going to be social and not be completely lost in the middle of the wilderness Um, and it just, I knew there was a lot of volume. So I was like, this is the best way to do an internship and get as much experience, soak up as much as possible in a short amount of time. Um, which, cause I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, there are factories there. You know, you, you don't become a good instructor because you just, it's a factory. And I'm like, that is so wrong. Mm. Because in such a shorter amount of time, I've encountered so many different, experiences and difficulties and and incidents and some of them funny some of them not as much but you know what now it's like I can look in somebody's eyes and pretty much fairly predict what's going to happen next (laughs) if they're going to have a panic attack or there might you know just come and grab my arm so tight that I'm going to lose circulation but I'm going to get them through it you know and that's okay
1: (laughs) And that is a special skill because that was definitely me the first time I went scuba diving in Nicaragua. I, and I, my instructor, I felt so terrible for her because. We went up and down probably about three times before I finally went down and then she held my hand the entire dive <laughs> because I was just so petrified to be down there. I mean, now I'm I'm a lot better. But you know, three years ago, I'm sure she saw my face when we were, you know, we were going out to the dive site, she kept asking me, Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But you were I, strong I
0: and through it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I think it takes a special person to, to recognize that and go, okay, this is, this is the day we're going to have underwater. I'm ready for this.
0: And then after that, I'm sure now it's like, oh my God, I love this. Like, what was I worried about? It? I do. Exactly. I do. I do. Yeah. Like, we're still, well, I'm a... Most people, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. And even if they don't, you know, have the cojones to say it. Um, yeah. Most people are stressed when they first start. And that's okay. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, some of the machismo is like, oh, me, strong man, I'm strong in my <laughs> list. and I'm fearless. Yeah, honey, your
1: eyes are lying like a rug. <laughs> yep, for sure. So tell me about, because again, I think we're in the, the process of looking at different um internships. I think we're going to go to Costa Rica next month to just mm. check out what their internship looks like before we actually make the plunge and do it. But mm-hmm. can you walk me through that process of, you know, going from, you know, you did your open water, your advanced open water, dad, master instructor, like what that training process is like. Ooh,
0: okay. Um, I mean, my path was a little at least over like 20 something years. So, I mean, I, there's been a lot mm-hmm. of bit mopping mm-hmm. around, um, but you wanna know like, where are you at? Let's say right now, you have your advanced open water, your rescue?
1: I have advanced open open water, so uh, we'll still have to get the rescue and all the other stuff.
0: So So you have an advance, which is advanced open water. It's like, I call it like step two of the open water. A lot of people see it as like, The word advanced, I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be a really complicated course. So I just wanted to put it (laughs) out there for people who don't know. Because I waited 12 years to do my advance Because I thought it was going to be really, 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 really complex. And really, (laughs) it is the easiest course ever in the sense that this is just for fun. You're just getting, I call it Mm -hmm. the tapas of diving. You try a few dives. (laughs) Of course, there's like one or uh, two required ones, depending on your agency. Mm -hmm. Uh, But really, you're just trying stuff that you may enjoy in diving. Like, oh. What is mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Nothing. This is the best course ever. Well, nah, there's more better courses. But you know what I mean? This is the <laughs> one that you're just gaining confidence in yourself and in your diving and trying to discover looking outside because you're open water you're not really looking at the fish all that much you're trying not to freak out and make sure you're <laughs> using your equipment right and not killing yourself right let's mm-hmm. be honest yep so you you, oh, think yep. you think you're enjoying diving but you're not diving yet so you're still very much looking <laughs> inwards into your feelings and your your equipment and whatnot right mm-hmm. I think that's fair. you're not
1: diving you're surviving with a better view yeah, exactly <laughs> advance is <laughs> when it starts
0: to get interesting right like you get mm-hmm. to see, you're like, oh, okay, we're doing a fish ID course. Well, we're going to look at the different fish and, you know, put them in families and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. deep, let's see how deep we can, well, not how deep, we're going to go max to 30 meters and see if we get narked and maybe I'll laugh at you, you know, um, make <laughs> that and see how slow you are uh, at depth compared to the surface and whatnot. Nice. Um, but the best, okay, that my, my favorite course is the one that comes after is rescue. That's when you first learn to dive with others, really, the how to prevent, how to pick up on what could happen, right? Because the best thing is when you can prevent incidents from happening. You you know, you don't have to be the best rescuer. But if you can pick up on what could go wrong and how to prevent it, then you won't have any issues. Right. You might yeah, ruffle yeah. a few egos, but, you know, um, <laughs> I'd be because a lot of times people are scared or have worries and they just don't voice them. And that's where the anxiety comes in. And that's where the problems can happen. Right. right. Mhm. So, and so, yeah, I really enjoy um rescue course for that. And it's the first time you have to start thinking, I say, whereabouts open water advance, the instructor does something you do do it back, you practice it maybe more than once. Yeah. And then sit to like, you don't have to, there's no gray areas, Whereabout and rescue um, will teach you how to deal in a certain situation. But sometimes you actually have to think, well, will I respond the same if it's an ocean, and I'm in the middle of the ocean with a boat? Or am I diving locally from the beach? Um, you know, maybe in a lake and I'm literally like a stone throw away from the shore. You know, you don't respond the mm-hmm. same way. So that's what I like. It's like, right. oh my God, now you have to think, put your thinking cap on for reals. Then right. dive master, if that's how you do it, if you yes. don't do any specialties, dive master is great because that's when you develop, it's a mentorship. It's, it's not just a one-way street It's not just the instructor says, do this, and then you say, "I, I, Capitán." Right? I want my dive master mm-hmm. candidates, and, and a good instructor will want their dive master candidates to question things. Okay, there's a way of doing it. Maybe not in front of the students, but they're like, oh, that's interesting. How you did this skill, or how you presented this, or how you fixed this problem. How did you know? Why did you do it this way? And that's what I want is I want them to get critical thinking, so that when they have their own students and they can adapt their teaching to the different types of students they have. Right? So that's, that's the way. Mm -hmm. I like that. uh, um, Yeah, that they they question things, they don't just follow what I do. And I'll say you have to develop your own style. Do not try to be me, like I have, you know, mm-hmm. like, stupid dad humor kind of thing when I teach. <laughs> like, <laughs> it might not work for you. Um, I sometimes like when right. I, I show them videos, or I tell them to go on YouTube, look at videos of skill circuits from other uh, course directors or whatnot. There was one, unfortunately, he mm. passed away. But um, there was one I really liked because he was very good and very precise, but his style was extremely military. So it was completely opposite mm. for me and my style my goofy style yeah. uh, but I said look you know like is one better than the other absolutely not both is clear both is good but make it your own
1: so yeah well, and the funny thing is I didn't realize that until I had a bad uh dive master I didn't realize there were bad dive masters because <laughs> I, I was so used to just everybody being friendly and helpful and until and on honestly the experience I've had were in the United States where the dive master wasn't that great. Everybody else internationally seems to be amazing and the two not great experiences I had were here. And so, yeah, it just never occurred to me that, oh, not everybody is good at this. And how would you identify or you as a, you know, if we're talking to the new scuba folks out there and they're going out, how would you even identify maybe a good dive master? Is there a way to know that? Usually, just kinda, it's, you it's you just get the that you
0: vibe with. with the store, because mm-hmm. usually it's it's more of a like a store ah. policy kind of thing, right? Like, if if they're very snooty and you know, usually the staff it kind of trickles down. You know, I'm not saying they can be amazing mm-hmm. staff. And then somebody's having an off day; they're completely hungover, shouldn't be diving, and they're like snarky and attitude. <laughs> we don't want that. That you go and yeah. talk to the manager about, and you should complain. They shouldn't be diving. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it really goes by vibe. Unfortunately, there is a lot of machismo in uh, scuba diving and just go with your gut. Like Mm -hmm. you're putting your life, yes, you are a diver. You're supposed to be responsible for your own life. But at the same time, the dive master is there, you know, to oversee, to guide you, depending of the locale, like some don't lead or or they're not really in charge of your security. But in a way they are. Like if you end up needing help, at the surface or when they bring you up chances are it's the dive master or whoever has more seniority on the dive boat that's going to take care of you and you have to make sure that you feel comfortable with these people and if not
1: yeah you're right and i and i knew yeah you're absolutely right and i knew we were in the shop and i was just like there's something off about this shop and we got out there um It just it felt off. So you're absolutely right. I knew the minute we got there. I was like, I am not comfortable with this Mm -hmm. place at all. So I should have followed by. Yeah. And
0: especially women. We got that sense. You know what I'm saying? We got it. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, too, with your HR background, like, come on, you can read people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think I was in the whole like, oh, well, we paid for this and, you know, it's on vacation and maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I'm overreacting. But no, I absolutely, the minute we walked into the shop, I was like, oh, nope, this is not, nope. <laughs> this is, this isn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. So trust your instinct, folks. If anybody else is thinking about diving and like Irene said, if you go into the shop and you get a bad vibe, don't dive with, nope, them. get your money back. It's, right. it's, it's not worth it
0: and same thing when you're you're be- right. you go ahead. when I, you're taking your dive master when you choose like you want to choose your mentor, right you want to be able to mm-hmm. you know to have that relationship with them because before it's just again somebody teaches you do voila but uh, for for a dive master I feel like, because 'cause you're developing your critical thinking and and uh you're basically filling up your toolbox um of diving experience, so it's important to to have somebody who who you look up to. They're not gods, but still, you still look up to them <laughs> somewhat.
1: Yeah. And you've mentioned a couple of times that the diving is kind of a machismo, you know, environment. And I guess I got lucky that the, the dive shop that I started with here in Austin, that both of my instructors were women. And so it it didn't occur to me until again, we went outside of our home shop that like oh yeah there are a lot of dudes (laughs) that are kind of running the show here (laughs) so uh what what challenges have you faced as a woman not only from you know other divers but maybe even kind of clients and customers that you've had to um dive with i think it it's
0: kind of always there even though it's not always blatant
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um and it's funny Mm -hmm. because i've been on the pool deck. And you know, I used to like, let's uh, walk around to the other instructors, see how everybody's doing. Not automatically, the students assume I'm a student automatically. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes I don't correct it, but unless they ask, you know, like, uh, I'm like, No, no, I'm one of the instructors, but I won't say I'm a course director, I'm not, you know, giving my highest mm-hmm. title. I'm just like, you know, just an instructor. But sometimes I just literally say nothing. Um, I was on a dive boat in Mexico, and this dude is like trying to tell me how I should put my gear together um, and the best company <laughs> kind of gear. He didn't even know my name. He didn't know where, like, I don't think he even mm-hmm. asked where I was from. He literally just wanted to mansplain everything to me. And I was just oh, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was, I just played dumb and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The dive master, he's actually the instructor, <laughs> but he was acting dive master that day, he knew me, He's and he knew the qualifications I had. And he's about to pee his pants, but I'm like, Shh, don't say anything. Because <laughs> we were just really, truly enjoying, like, I don't know, I, I was just seeing him really mansplain and, and whatnot. We jump in the water. Mm-hmm. And of course, I jump and I'm on trim. I'm, I'm comfortable. My buoyancy is on par i follow the uh dive master because you know he knows where all the good stuff is and i'm looking back at that dude and he's like flailing and and i don't know barely 30 (laughs) minutes into the dive he signals he's out of air you know and i wave him what yep 30 35 minutes maybe and uh so being the you know he goes up with his buddy i guess and uh, we continue the dive because not everybody goes back up at the same time at that place it's a drift dive and People go back up in buddies and we just keep going. So at the end, I think it was me, the dive master, and maybe one other person, but like we're doing like basically an hour dive. I get back on, yep. And then uh, he looks at me, i kind of sheepish, like he's like, yeah, I guess you've dived before, huh? And I'm like, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, once, once or yeah, twice, yeah. buddy,
0: once or twice. And I went, yeah, I think I'm, um, I think I'm at least at a thousand dives now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I have a couple and I just decided and put my stuff away. And and the dive master at that point, just couldn't hold it in. Like he, we had a blast. I don't know. I mean, I didn't laugh at the guy, but I kind of did.
1: Perfect. Well, then tell me about what was your impetus for starting plus guy scuba girls i mean i that's how i found you because you know now that i'm getting deeper and deeper after 3 years into the scuba diving world my experience even on, you know, on Instagram and in person that scuba diving is basically America's Next Top Model mm-hmm. Fins. Like uh, everybody's in a bikini sure. and they're all fit. And I can't even tell you the number of dive shops I've gone to where they either have handed me a, a men's double X wetsuit or when they don't have a wetsuit my size. They're just like, oh, well, it's warm enough. You don't need a wetsuit. It's fine. So, yeah. <laughs> I know what I've experienced. So what made you go? All right, th- this is a niche that needs to be filled. Plus I scuba.
0: think like as I was starting out on Instagram, f- and then I f- just, I guess I was just typing and f- looking for all, all stuff. And I ended up um, meeting through Instagram, this girl, her handle is plus size scuba. Um, so her name is Lisa. And uh, we started talking and I was like, Oh, my God, that's great. You know, could I use your hashtag? It's so cool. Um, and then at I- some point, I also met through Instagram um, Melanie, who is an instructor out of Australia. And talking, we're like, you know what? There's no representation for us, big girls, and and we, yeah. So we're like, okay, we're starting this Facebook group, and it's gr- grown and it's really fun. And we're, I mean, a pretty positive group. I rarely have to delete anything, or you know, have a huge issue. You know what I mean? Like sometimes. Facebook groups Good. can get really nasty sometimes nice. um, so mm-hmm. I'm happy that you know for the most part we've had very respectful ladies um, and we welcome ladies and non-binaries and whatnot so we're totally open um, to, to other gender identifi- identifying peoples, just not male men uh, mm-hmm. And uh, we, right. you know, we try to help because it, it is so hard. It is so hard to be taken seriously. It's so hard to find properly fitting mm-hmm. wetsuits. It's the number one question people always ask all over mm-hmm. the world. Uh, and yeah. then, you know, yeah. BCDs are really uncomfortable because if, if you are a bigger girl, well, usually they give you a men's XL, and then but the height is like super way mm-hmm. too tall that your straps are at your ears. <laughs> like, hello, that's not where they go. It is mm-hmm. not safe. Um, mm-hmm. or a lot of women, a lot of women just don't think they can dive because they're big and that drives me nuts. And I mm-hmm. think that's Richmond reminds me that when, when Lisa, we started talking, she didn't think she could do it advanced advance because she was a bigger girl. And I'm like, excuse me, I'm like mm-hmm. I'm bigger than you. And I'm <laughs> a course director, and, and you know? <laughs> size does not matter it, you know you can do the skill are you safe like you can do it like size should not be a deterrent it is not a deterrent because underwater we're all supposed to be bo- uh, you know negatively buoyant so i mean um neutrally buoyant yep. so mm-hmm. getting it in the water you know Perfect. is a little different but <laughs> in the water we're all the same and might probably <laughs> say we're probably even better because right. you know we're nice and floaty and good and comfy yeah and we're easy to find. You
1: Always oh, where yeah. we are
0: underwater. That and I have white fins. So people <laughs> usually see me from far. And that's why I chose my white fins, even though I really wanted the pink ones. But <laughs> <any> pink.
1: <laughs> and then mine, are, mine are white too. And we had gone um, scuba diving with sharks in Florida. And they were like, no, you can't have the white fins. The sharks like white. So I had to borrow somebody else's black fins. And I'm like, but, I don't, but no, I got the white ones for a reason. I wanted to be seen <laughs> wherever I was.
0: Oh, yeah. See, I like white because in a night dive, you can see the person very, very well. So when I'm teaching, mm-hmm. I figure it might be good if people can see me properly.
1: Yeah. Very helpful. Well, um, so what would you like anyone who has never considered diving to know about diving? Like, what do you love about it? How does it fulfill you? Just do it. Um, you know what?
0: <laughs> Most of us will never be able to go into space. I think that's a fairly good, you know, assumption yeah but for me Agreed. being mm-hmm. in the water and being completely weightless um is magical like even if you stick me in a pool with white tiles no fish no coral nothing exciting except a couple hairballs you know i'm so happy <laughs> i love it i love that feeling of being free of being comfortable of of i slip under it and and all my above water life just disappears like I don't have to think of you know work or or relationships or or anything else that might be on my mind like it's just boom yes yes so
1: agree yeah and that's definitely what it is for me too I feel like I always have a, a thousand things going on in my mind at any given time but when I'm diving all I'm thinking about all right is breathing what's my you know let's check my spg you know, I'm so focused. Like, let's look at that fish. Like I'm just so I've never been so focused as I am when I'm when I'm diving.
0: I think it's you know how when you first start driving at the beginning, you're constantly Mm -hmm. going through like your P's and Q's, you know. And probably, Mm -hmm. you know, once you've been driving for a while, a lot of it becomes automatic. You check your mirrors, you you can signal, you can merge into traffic without, you know, having a panic attack. Um Well, maybe not everybody. That was maybe just me when I started driving, Um, but because obviously, because Montrealers drive like maniacs. But um, on another in scuba, it it becomes like that where it's just all the little things just become habit. You're still safe. You're still doing what you need to do, right? But then you can actually just enjoy the rest, Mm -hmm. right? And obviously you don't have to be as focused yeah. because if you do bump into somebody else, it's really not that bad in scuba, not the same as when you're going 140 on the <laughs> you know, highway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so back to the plus-sized yes. um, topic. So what would you like the dive community to do better to embrace plus size divers? I think um, your um, the plus size scuba girl site is really helpful because it even, led me to, oh, I could get suits in a different size. Or like you said, the BCDs and even just swimsuits and everything else in a different size. What else does the dive community need to do better to embrace plus-size divers?
0: I think we need to, or what they could do better, I guess. Because um, right now, suits, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're barely available over a size 12. And, and it's a the same as mm-hmm. clothes is like most women in the US. The average is 1618, the average. So that means that a whole mm-hmm. whack of people above that size, right? If that's the average, like right. mathematically mm-hmm. speaking, right? I'm no math person, but let's be honest, if it averages 16, <laughs> that means you got people lower and higher, correct? So we need right. to You're offer right. that. And then we have to have the store staff be More in tune with that, not be like, oh well, men's will fit. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Men's don't have boobies. Mm -hmm. Okay, they don't have the same hips. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, there's plenty of divers with that beer gut. Okay, my bulge is not in the same place; it's just (laughs) a little higher. Okay, so, and how come you know the beer guts are okay and they're not shamed, but us bigger girls with boobs and, and bottoms get get shamed? right we we shouldn't i mean we're we're just as right. curvaceous right just not in the same spots um so yeah we need to have the gear available and then we have to have the people to understand that okay we do have women and women with woman bodies so we need to actually have something in the store that they can wear right, right. like i've done that mm-hmm. once students came in a couple and both were curvaceous the store didn't even have the size for the man. And I mean, he wasn't that mm. large. you know. So I was like, dude, okay, mm. like I, I had BCDs with me. I was, cause I was just dropping by the store. I don't work at the store. I work for the store as an instructor, but I'm like, okay, hold on. I went in my car, grabbed my BCDs and made them try my own. And I was like, you guys take a course. I will lend you, um, not BCDs, sorry, wetsuits. I will lend you my wetsuits, right? And it just drives me nuts that people don't understand what bigger sizes look like. They think 2X is the largest size that exists and they don't see that it just doesn't fit us. Um, and and the sizing in the diving industry is disgusting uh, because I remember my one of my first wetsuits I bought was a men's 6L, but in like clothing, I was maybe oh, a one or two X. But do you know how hard it was on the, uh, on my mindset i had to wear immense yeah. 6l and i was maybe mm-hmm. size eighteen twenty, right which you know again wow just a little wow. over the average <laughs> and even then yeah. it was like there yeah. was one model that fit me and c2 like forget it like stores don't carry it and and manufacturers barely make any so when i do see some that go to the you know six seven XLs, like I, I, I celebrate them and I thank them and I try to spend my money where yeah. I, at there you know because we should be able to dive right. and have equipment without necessarily always going custom because let's be honest that's not exactly cheap either yeah and would you spend eight hundred dollars for a wetsuit if you're not sure you're gonna love the sport like ouch see yeah <laughs> super no nice. exactly <laughs> well, unless you're nice. like a kardashian or something that has money to throw but, you know, not my <laughs> stuff not my thing
1: and this is something that that's uh i thought about too and that's been my experience as we've been traveling and and thinking about doing this full time is also age is not something I considered. It seems like a lot of the folks in the community are young. And I don't know if that's because they don't need it. They don't need as much income like they're used to being poor. (laughs) and So have you seen that too beyond the uh, plus size? There's also like an age discrepancy in the community.
0: I think it just in diving in general, there's, uh, you know, younger ones are like, yeah, this is cool. It's a lifestyle. And they enjoy it but they don't they Mm -hmm. see it more as a one or two year couple year gap year kind of thing before they actually settle down and get quote unquote a real life Mm -hmm. Uh, not many are in it for the long run and then you have those who are older who maybe it's a second third or whatever fifth career um, and or doing it when they retire Mm -hmm. they you know they had a dream to retire and somewhere warm and sunny and and have a business in the dive industry um, when we're talking about down south because you know it's not that warm and sunny in canada most of the year
1: (laughs) what (laughs) that's new information (laughs) all right perfect well um also and so we are can't ignore that we are in the middle of a pandemic and so how is that the corona 19 COVID 19 impacted your work and what do you see as the future of diving as a result of the ways we've all had to pivot and adjust because we're at work. The work, work. <laughs> um, we had a little <laughs> bit less that last
0: summer. Um, obviously it's really, really hard. Um, there was even a, a, another major store in Montreal that had to close kind of due to that. Um, mm. it, I mean, it is hard, but people do wanna dive, but there are a lot of restrictions. So we haven't had access to pool training for months um, because we're, you know, in Montreal, Quebec, we are still a red zone, we still have a lot of cases, it's still quite dangerous. Um, we were allowed to teach a bit last summer. But again, with very strict guidelines, and it was hard to get spots on a dive site. Um, and you know, it, it it brings an extra level of stress uh, and anxiety to a lot of people. Um, so yeah, we had less customers. But at the same time, some people who usually were only, you know, warm water divers decided, hey, let's try to check out the local diving since I can't go anywhere. So that was kind of interesting. Obviously those people who are already trained don't take courses, but they will come in and rent equipment or buy equipment. So that's that's good. So we you know we're we're getting a different type of clientele. But obviously teaching wise that's been quite on hold for now um because it's the people are, are nervous and because of the limitation, governmental imposed limitations which i'm not against because we we need to get over this right. this pandemic <laughs> i'm not i'm not complaining about that i mean it's bad but i really <laughs> want life to come back to normal or at least a new normal so
1: yeah is it picking up a little bit i mean has it changed is it getting worse i don't know what the the numbers look like i about.
0: don't look at them anymore because i think it's uh <laughs> hard um the thing is here as soon as we open a little bit, people kind of go a bit nuts. And then we get in more cases and then we shut down ah. stuff again. And But no, we want to keep the economy going. So we're going to go open this, 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 but keep all the schools open as well. Because we want parents to be able to work. But then the kids catch it and bring it home and bring it to work. And then we have cases at work. And anyway, so <laughs> it's been a bit of a headache.
1: There we are on that vicious cycle. there you go, so cool. yes,
0: um yeah. we you know I'm gonna keep going with my um professional training, like my instructor training and my dive master trainings because I don't have to touch their gear, you know they're professionals or they're about to become professionals, mm-hmm. and I figure mm-hmm. you guys can do your buddy checks together or at least buddy check yourself properly, and I don't have to touch your gear, I don't have right. to be within your your breathing space. Um, and if not at the surface, um, you know we we stay far enough away outside the water. I'm wearing my mask underwater. Well, we can be as close as we want because um, uh, you know <laughs> we're breathing on our, our regulators. Uh, so yeah, I mean you know I, I look forward to being able to to continue those because um, I have uh, quite a few in the pipeline. So I'm quite excited about
1: that. Well, what is your next dream? What would you like to see? in your career or in diving the next 10 years.
0: I I want more women leaders of all shapes, sizes, colors. I mean, the more women we have, let's be honest, women make great instructors. Um I mean I'm not saying men are bad and women are better. <laughs> let's be honest. Um <laughs> you even said yourself you have your first year in instructors or dive masters women and you felt very comfortable with that uh we bring Mm -hmm. something else i also just don't want to see only white cis men you know old dudes that think there's only one way of doing things uh, or one way to dive and let's go deep and you know let's check out the wrecks you know like there's there's other things Mm -hmm. um we bring aside usually also of of diving and, and being ecologically conscious and i think we need more of that uh, in the dive industry so and it's we can do it all
1: ah yay irene it was so fun talking to you today let me uh where can my listeners all two of them find more information about you or about um plus size girl scuba where can they find it? um
0: Irene, la sirene on Instagram, I believe it's Irene underscore la la underscore Siren, which is siren with the extra E at the end, because, you know, I'm French and I thought I'd uh... Irene the yeah. mermaid just does not have the same kind of ring to it. And because <laughs> I'm French Canadian and English is my second language, uh, I decided to keep uh, the little uh, French flavor in there. So and it's a play on words yeah. on I as a it. kid. Um, people would tease me because I was a little bigger um, and be like, Irene la baleine, which is the whale, you know, and I really wasn't that big Aww. of a kid. I was maybe a little chunk, chubby, chunky, you know, a little bit of love. I wasn't that like,
1: I can't say I was right. complete
0: blah, right. like little ball, but, um, you know, people, the kids teased, right? So it kind of... Uh, you know my my nod to yeah you know what people used to call me well look at me I'm a freaking mermaid now so booyah hey. <laughs> good for you and
1: um, and the uh facebook
0: group for plus plus size it's
1: scuba
0: exactly girls. that plus size scuba girl okay. and uh we have that on instagram as well though I have to say I've we've been remiss and we've not been very uh active on Instagram posting. But if you message us, we do respond. So you need to uh, contact us. Uh, Please do and ask anything. Come join our group, ask the questions, read. uh, And uh, hopefully I'll get back to my blog and and I'll link it um, on Instagram when I have it a little more uh, furnished than my three little sad posts on there right now. So uh, we'll see.
1: No, you're, you're making a difference. I do have to admit that, like, going through the Girls at Scuba site, you know, it was such a relief. Like, when they were, I think that's how I found you, is they were posting the um, Girls at Scuba Ambassadors. And I was flipping through and I saw you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's somebody that looks like me that's diving. I have to meet her. So, even if you're not posting that much, you being an ambassador and you guys just being out there is making a difference. Because I've even just found through you all... um places to get suits that are my size and looking at a bcd i'm finally looking at investing in a bcd and now i know i can find one that's going to fit me so you guys are doing the work even if you're not doing the work every day posting it's making a difference so i'm so glad you guys are there and i appreciate you happy because
0: you know it's hard sometimes to put up with some of the bullies online and i've had to limit you know who can comment Mm -hmm, and just to have at least one person say hey you know because of you i started diving or i continued or i i did my advanced like Lisa finished her advance. She's going to do her her rescue uh, with me whenever borders open up again. And that's why we do this is that, yes, sometimes you should hear some of the stuff that, you know, is thrown um, at me, you know, either on a dive site when, you know, just under their breath or, you know, online trolling, you know what, just to have a few people say, you know what, like, thank you. Um, you know, for me, it, it's, it's worth it. It's, it's completely worth it that sometimes, yeah, it hurts, but I'm like, you know what, I'm doing it. I'm trying to make a difference. No, I'm not curing cancer or COVID. Um, but if I can have people <laughs> want to dive more or free dive more, um, or, or people who didn't think they could do it actually do it, like that for me is the biggest pay because obviously I don't make a single penny off of any of that. But just that for me brings me so much joy. Like, I'm like, yes, this is why I do it. So.
1: And honestly, like, cause we were, you know, we're planning on going to Costa Rica next month to dive. And, you know, I told my boyfriend, I was like, all right, I'm gonna, he made a bet with me and I said, okay, I'm going to lose this much weight before we go. And he's like, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to, it's fine. And so, but I just have it in my head, like, no, we're going to Costa Rica. Everybody in Costa Rica is going to be hot and if we're going to be diving. So I need to lose weight. And so once I found you guys' page, I was like, oh, no, no, I don't. it." <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it i'm i'm gonna dive in this body and exactly and you know what
0: i it. call it my bioprene it keeps me nice and warm okay <laughs> so and you know if you're becoming a dive pro people you know yes at first they're like oh you know big person but then they, they the really scared ones they flock to me because they feel that like even though i'm not a mother like it's just like yes. sometimes people Mm-mm. get very intimidated with the hot cannon barbies and mm-hmm. they yeah. don't have to yeah. impress me. So that's why, you know, yeah. one of my specialties is people who are scared because they don't have to, you know, pretend with me. They're just they they, they let their guards fall. Like, again, I'm, I'm no Barbie that you're, you're trying to, you know, get in my bikini. <laughs> like You're just coming to dive. And
1: that's that. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs>